Aloha, I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Welcome to The Body Show. Each week we talk about health and fitness, but none of what we discuss replaces a visit to your own primary care provider. We are having a part two fantastic discussion with Dr. Teresa Wee. She is a pediatrician with over 40, almost 40 years in practice here in the islands. And last week we were talking about the intersection between physical and mental health and what are some of the things that have happened during the last couple of years dealing with the COVID pandemic. Just as a little review, we talked a little bit about how this has affected the physical health. Children coming in with higher rates of blood pressure issues and diabetes issues and gaining significant amounts of weight and parents having significant problems with kids and emotional well-being and everyone attached to the screens, which I'm guilty of myself, and not spending enough time outdoors and interacting. And so we're going to continue our discussion and talk a little bit about some of the issues that have occurred with deferred care. Now, one of the things that I know has been a big issue, Dr. Wee, is that sometimes you haven't seen kids for well-child exams and you haven't seen them for a lot of their routine type of visits because (laughs) maybe they just haven't come in. What's what's going on? You know, that's something that I've I've really had to work hard. We have to call parents to come back in, to not be afraid. And we still have COVID numbers that are up in Hawaii at this time. So I urge all parents, if if you are not up to date with vaccines or well child care, please, please call your pediatrician or family practice doctor because we don't want children to you know, there are so many things, developmental delays. Um, we don't want them to get sick with vaccine-preventable diseases. We just want to be there. We want to make sure their physical and emotional health is good. Well, and I'm seeing some reports from across the mainland describing measles outbreaks yes. and other sorts of outbreaks of childhood diseases that we normally would have vaccinated against. Mm-hmm. Because of this delay in getting appropriate vaccination done for kids. And in some cases, if the schools are not in person, then maybe they didn't go and have their exam and have all their vaccinations completed. So definitely something to take a look at. Pull out that vaccine card for your kids. Take a look at the schedule that right. your provider has given you and make sure that you're up to date on that. And and don't be afraid because even in our office, we, we sanitize after each person. I mean, we, we've got it down to a science. So you know, there's all these precautions. Um, if you do have a positive COVID, make sure you let your doctor know. Um, you know, you may want to do a telehealth in that situation. Well, and we're all wearing masks in the office. Yes. And, you know, in the very beginning, everyone sanitized absolutely everything with bleach. And then we found that it really probably wasn't transmitted that much yes. in that way. But, you know, we started all these good practices. We're not stopping them. Right. It's nice to know that everything is sanitized and, and from all different areas, not just in your doctor's office, but everywhere right. that you go. Now, there's also a couple of folks who might be delayed in doing cancer screening. So pap yes. smears and mammograms and colonoscopies and those sorts of things. You know, I know from my adult population, we're seeing folks who have had a couple of years where they haven't been able to keep yeah. up. We're encouraging people to come back yes. and make sure they do their screening. Yes, most definitely. So everyone out there, um, please call your, your doctor if you have not seen them for a while. 
we've been seeing, I spoke to an oncologist a few weeks ago, and we are seeing some folks antidotally that are coming in with advanced stages of problems because they didn't do screening because they were trying to be careful. And so we're we're good in medical centers now. Come back and get your care and talk with your provider about getting an exam and finding out what sort of things you're due for. The other thing is when we see the children 11 years to 19 years, we always do a depression screener. Really? At 11 years? Yes. And so I have been finding, you know, it came as a surprise to parents and even the child themselves. So just being in the doctor's office, doing a screener, that can reveal so much. I bet. I mean, I know that we've done depression screening for adults now for the last few years. And every time they come in, we ask them these questions. And in the very beginning, I had some of my patients say, do you think there's something wrong with me? Why do you keep asking me these questions? I mean, I'll tell you the honest truth. I'm like, no, no, no. We're supposed to ask these questions for everyone. And now it's sort of expected. And in fact, if we don't do it, they're like, well, you didn't ask me if I was upset or if I was lonely. And I'm like, oh, no, are you? So it's become almost something that's expected. But I did not realize you would be asking these questions to kids as young as 11. And and what's the... so fascinating is when the children have gone back to school this year, I'm seeing all the depression scores become much, much better. Interesting. So that social interaction when they're going back with their friends, making a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. And even losing weight, they're back in school. It's just amazing being in school in person. Well, that's and, and it's funny because I wonder if it's something similar with some of the people who are working from home. You know, I have a lot of patients and some of them have the ability to work from home. Mm-hmm. I, I don't work from home. I mm-hmm. work in an office. But I know that for those that do, some of them in the beginning said, I work at home with my refrigerator. And that is not a good combination <laughs> because anytime I want a snack, it's right around the corner. So, you know, now that's added a little bit extra of a need mm-hmm. to do more physical activity. So that's right. something we need to work on. But. Again, if you're working at home or the kids are at home, we talk about routines and schedules. That's so, very true. Yes. Yeah, so, again, it's so important to, you know, have those family meals, have that regular bedtime, have, have that quality sleep, and moving more, exercising. Well, those are the keys mm-hmm. to a healthy immune system. And that's not yes. something you hear a lot of people talk about. You know, the media, they talk about vaccines and boosters and wearing masks. Oh, that's mask. good. Yes. But I emphasize to parents, we need to boost our immune system for any virus or any bacteria. So how do we do that? And this is by healthy eating, getting sleep, and Also, you know, moving, not necessarily exercising, but just moving your body more. And the other thing we also talk about is decreasing your stress, spending one minute a day just in mindful breathing. And sometimes that can make a big difference for many, many people. Well, I would agree. I think, honestly, underlying a lot of the issues regarding some of the questions about inflammation in the body and Mm -hmm. what causes people to have various different uh, medical conditions is the idea that they're under so much significant amounts yes. of stress. Yes. And stress will increase your stress hormones. Your adrenal glands produce yes. these hormones. And they're like steroids. Mm-hmm. They're a form of steroid. And they put you on edge. They put you ready to go out there and conquer the world. And that's great if you need it every once in a while. But if you're under constant stress, then you have all of this hormone surging. Right. And so someone asked me, so what's the difference between stress and my anxiety attacks? 
So stress is when you, you have something on you that triggers stress, but then anxiety is the stressor is gone, but you're still thinking about it. And so those hormones, those stress hormones are causing havoc in your body. Uh, we're going to talk some more about that. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here with Dr. Teresa Wee, and we're talking about ways that people can make it through this pandemic and improve their physical and mental well-being. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about ways to boost that immune system. We could all use a little hit. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak doing part two on mental and physical wellness with Dr. Teresa Wee. She is a pediatric physician of over almost 40 years now. I'm dating you every time I say that. (laughs) I see that eyebrow go up like, why do you keep doing that? And we are talking today about ways that you can stay healthy throughout this entire pandemic episode. And, you know, right before the break, we were talking about the immune system. And I have to say, I read something really fascinating recently, and it was about the different types of substances that are released from trees. And there are these substances called terpenes, and they have been associated with boosting your immune system and, in fact, have anti-cancer properties and all these other good, amazing benefits. And you get this exposure when you're walking and taking a hike outdoors around trees. It was pretty amazing to think that... You know, a lot of different medicines come from nature. We know about certain plants that are turned into medications. In fact, certain chemotherapy comes from trees. And this was just a way that you could naturally boost your immune system, getting this benefit from being outside. Yeah, I think studies have proven this now that just being out in nature, that having a little bit of sunshine on you every day, it will do wonders to help you sleep and, and just elevate your mood. And and again, in Hawaii, we have no excuse. It's not snowing. It's not, you know, cold. <laughs> well, now, and you do something special that you've done for the last several years. Yes, that seven encourages years. Seven years that you encourage folks to get out there and join you. What's yeah. that? So I've been, for the past seven years, i out there at Central Oahu Regional Park every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m., and I just, it's a free family event, all ages, all fitness levels. I come out with a new health tip every week. We warm up, we walk for 45 minutes, we cool down. And it's just a great fellowship. It's fun. You get educated. And I, I, I'm just so happy to see my, my family, my walking family. It, it's just a fun activity. And this is Walk with the Doc. It's called Walk with a Doc. And you're the doc. And I am the doc. But I I have guest speakers who come in and do a health tip, which I can invite you. (laughs) There you go. That's an invitation I can't say no to. And this is a whole group of folks. So you said all different levels. So this is health tips that that help anybody, whether you be a senior, Mm -hmm. you be a young kid, and anywhere in between. This is an idea to keep people moving. Yeah, and it's, it's so... It's so good to see all these friendships and and now that COVID, you know, we're back outdoors and we've regrouped and it it is. It's so much fun. Um, 
we meet rain or shine, and it's near the tennis courts. But I really want to invite everyone to just come out and try it. I've had people come and say, I've heard about you for three or four years. I wish I had come sooner. And it's it's amazing. It just really motivates you to continue that momentum of getting healthier. Well, and I find that if you have an accountability partner, yes, if you have somebody you say, I'll meet you there, you are much more likely to make it than yeah. if you say, okay, I'll see you maybe. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but if I'm given the opportunity to roll over and sleep past that snooze button, I'm probably going to do it. But when I have to meet a friend and I've made a commitment, yes. there you go. That'll make me do it. The other thing that I've been telling all of my walkers, we talk about the five-second rule. Five-second rule. My friend Mel Robbins loved that. Yes. What's the five-second rule? So everyone listening to me right now, you're saying, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. We should go to walk with a duck. Well, you feel motivated, but you don't move into action. So I always tell my walkers, I tell anyone... If you ever want to move into action, don't wait until you get motivated because your brain will spotlight, you know, all the various reasons why you should not do something. So instead of hesitating, you just go five, four, three, two, one, and you just get out of bed, you put on your shoes, and you drive to the park and you start to walk. So there's no hesitation. It's that five minute hesitation when you're nice in your comfy bed and you go, I don't feel like, I I think my back is a little sore. I think it might rain. And so within five seconds, your brain will shut you down and you'll go back to sleep. Well, and I love the theory of this, that if you count to 10, you could just keep counting to 100, you know, but if you count down, then you're more (laughs) likely when you hit one, okay, something's got to happen. I've got to get ready. I've got to get up. I've got to move. And I can't say how many times that five, four, three, two, one has helped me, that five second rule. It's like, I got to get up. Okay, I'm ready. I'm up. I'm moving. So I tell my husband, I go, I don't feel like going to walk with a duck. And he goes, well, you're the duck. (laughs) But once I go there, I'm like, oh, that was so much fun. Once you get yourself there, you're much more likely to continue it. Now, what do you do to reduce stress? Because that's something we all talk about. And you mentioned taking one minute and just doing some deep breathing or just Mm -hmm. kind of focusing on your breathing. In the course of a busy day, what are some of your tips for parents, for kids, just to handle some of the stress because, you know, I often, whereas you want to motivate yourself and give yourself five, four, three, two, one, you kind of want to, want to try and step away from very uh, stressful situations and not overreact immediately. So should we do the opposite of the five second rule, not count down, but count up to five when we're trying to avoid reacting to something or letting stress get to us? What should we do? What's the Teresa Wee rule? Well, I, I, I think we have to, we need to press the pause button because sometimes we, we just want to say something and you can't take hurtful words back. So I've always said it's important to say, excuse me, let me, I'll be right back. <laughs> if my kids were really like acting up or there's something in the office, I, I, I will take a pause. So press the pause button. But the other thing is... Um, You know, when we talk about being mindful, you know, just being aware of how you're feeling and and, you know, just just take a deep breath. 
or even, you know, just coming here on the radio, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, but you just take a big breath and your mind can only concentrate on one thing. So as you take that breath, you inhale through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. You concentrate on that breath and, and you're aware of your body and everything will relax and you feel refreshed. Well, I have to say, I'm often accused when I tell my patients to take some deep breaths mm -hmm. and I'm listening to their lungs. They're like, you're taking deep breaths with me. I'm like, that's part of the secret. It's working for me, too. <laughs> All right. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about some of those wonderful tips and things we can do to really help address what I think has been a mental health crisis the last couple of years and, and hope that people will be able to make it not just through this pandemic, but get some great tips on how to stay healthy. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here with Dr. Teresa Wee, and we're talking today about physical and mental well-being. There's been so many stresses going on through this pandemic from people not necessarily keeping up with their preventative care because mm -hmm. they've been scared and worried to having some issues with having physical changes, whether it be weight gain or blood pressure going up or, or cholesterol and sugar being a bit of a problem to having emotional impacts with, that we're seeing depression and anxiety in our youth because of the fact that they are just seeing what's going on in the world and maybe even reacting to some of the adults around them. And now we're talking about ways that you can really help take a step back and pause before you react too quickly, mm -hmm. motivate yourself with that five-second rule to get going mm -hmm. when you need that extra kick to get up and go walk with the doc like Teresa Wee. And, you know, I think for there's got to be something we can do for folks out there who feel like, you know what, I, I, I'm too far gone already. It's just it's not even worth it. This just isn't going to work because there's always something that you could do. I, I, I want to, you know, really talk about there. it's never too late. It's never too late to make that decision to get back on track. Uh, there's a famous quote, Dr. Jim Ron, who's a motivational speaker, the 3C rule. He says, you must make a choice and take a chance or your life will never change. So if we can make good choices, then we can move into action and life will be exciting and, and fulfilling. And, and, and that's how we want to live life. We want to live life not as a as a timid experience, but a daring adventure, having no regrets on your deathbed. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't want to have a deathbed anytime soon if I could avoid it personally. But I'd be curious if you were to think about yourself mm -hmm. at like 85. Yes. Looking back on your life where you are right now, mm -hmm. what are some things you're happy that are going on for you at this moment? I think that there was a lot of fear initially with, you know, do I continue practicing medicine now that my husband has passed away? I, I think I've, I've 
taken um, a step where I said, you know what, I have nothing to lose. Let me take a chance on this. So that that 3C rule has really helped me. I, I make a choice and I go, okay, I could fail. If I fail, what did I learn from this? I'm, you know, I'm physically okay. So that's the way I, I choose to live is, you know, let's take a chance. I mean, I never thought I would write a book. I wrote two books. I started Walk With a Doc. I didn't think anyone would come. Now we have three groups on Oahu. So we have Walk With a Future Doc every fourth Sunday at Kaka'ako Park. For Medical students, gym. right? Yes. And we have the Family Practice Residency Program at Palimomi. They just started third Saturday at 8 to 9 a.m. at Neil Blaisdell Park. So now we're starting a movement, and there are three others on the outer island. So what I am learning is that, you know what? I could fail, but let's give it a try. And and it's been such a, an amazing adventure. And I, as a physician, I, I feel very fulfilled, not burnt out. And and just the fact that you're you're giving to the community, it it actually heals myself. There you go. All right, and I love the fact that you've mentioned not burnt out because I think a lot of people do yes, feel kind of burnt yes. out from dealing with this pandemic, from dealing mm-hmm. with with just everything going on in the world. Where, where do you think we're going to be if we look back on this this experience with COVID? What are some of the things that we've learned over the last couple of years? I think we, we've learned that family and loved ones are important. We need to just keep communicating, even, during, even more so during the rough times. I, th- I think if we know that we're not alone in this, it really helps. And we need to give people hope and encouragement. We need to try to be positive. We talked about attitude of gratitude. It could always be worse. Be kind to one another. Volunteer your time. Go out there and meet people. See what others are dealing with. I I think we are human beings that need to be in contact with each other. That is definitely true. I know a lot of folks have missed that connection, whether it be holidays, getting together with family and loved ones, or even sad occasions, wanting to have funerals or wanting to have gatherings and happy occasions, weddings Weddings. and birthdays Mm -hmm. and celebrations and graduations, that there are a lot of missed deferred opportunities Mm -hmm. to gather. You know, but again, you're not alone. The whole world has been experiencing this. So we just learn from this and move forward. And as I mentioned, you know, let's try to improve our immune system. We're going to we're going to fight this. We're going to, you know, um we may get covid, but but we're not going to get really sick. So as parents, as adults, I want you to 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 really be that beacon of hope for others. Well, and like you mentioned earlier that there's going to be times when it doesn't look so good, but if yeah. you can take a look around and sort of recognize that you have company in your struggles yeah. and then actively reaching out to people because exactly. I think one of the ways that we feel better is when we find a way to help someone else. Exactly. And and that's my message to all of you out there is reach out and help someone. You're just going to feel so much better. 
You know, it's funny because in the very beginning of the pandemic, there were some bright lights that you would see where people would say, you know what, they're telling some of the older people to stay home. So I'm going to contact my neighbor and let them know I'll go food shopping for them and I'll drop the food off. Or I know that they can't go out in the yard and and exert themselves and and mow their lawn or take out their their garbage or whatever it might be. I'm going to go do that for them. There were a lot of different grassroots efforts to help one another. Yeah. And now that it's been about two, we're in our third year already, Yes, there's still a need from some people out there. The idea of reaching out, I find that the fear element concerns me that people are so afraid to interact because they're so afraid of the infection yeah. that they're missing these opportunities to yes. engage with one another and to have that sense of community and have that sense of, of gathering that we just... There are some times we need to reach out, and even if it's just on the phone, calling people and relatives yeah. that you haven't had a chance to keep up with just right. to see how they're just doing. Just FaceTime or, or drop them a letter or, you know, just say, you know, I, I just want to stop by and we can talk outside. But I think that's, in Hawaii, that's how we are. That's the aloha spirit, and I think we need to get back to our basics. Well, I can't write people letters because I can't read my own handwriting, (laughs) let alone task anybody else with that cryptography. But uh, you're right to interact and talk with people and and find a way to keep yourself engaged because you never know if that discussion and conversation is going to be the one that helps somebody else out of what might be a dark moment for them. Right. And and if you can help one person, that person might say, I'm going to help someone else and you know, everything just keeps getting, it's a ripple effect. So so instead of concentrating on all the negative, let's look at the positive. Well, and I have to say that the planet was pretty happy we all stayed home. I mean, if you think about some of the changes in pollution levels and yeah. changes in, <laughs> you're, you're in all these other types <laughs> of these things, you know, I remember in the very beginning seeing the skies over countries that normally have a lot of smog. It was like completely clear. It was amazing. Yeah. Even the waters, you know, if you think yes. about what there were some reports that Hanama Bay was clear because there were no people. And now we do want to have people enjoy yeah. enjoy beaches. But there was such a sense that things yeah. had actually uh, cleared up a little bit when we yeah. weren't out there making a mess. I, I did want to mention if families want to learn more about how to you know, um, get together and and start to do some of the things we talked about. I do have a book out, The Happy Healthy Revolution, uh, Working Families Guide to Achieve Wellness as a Family. So it is available on Amazon. So so please, you know, it's um, it's an easy to read book and it, it tells you all the tips that I've given to families in the past. Okay, you're starting a revolution. Right? Yes, the happy, healthy revolution. The happy, healthy revolution. That sounds good because I think we could all use a little bit of health and a little bit of happy these days. Yes. And uh, hey, revolution, let it let it come because this sounds like it's a step in the right direction. You know, I have seen <clears throat> during the pandemic that people have found ways to reach out to one another, to really mm-hmm. find that that physical connection and social connection is so important. Yes. And it's safe. If you're if you're in a group and you're everyone's vaccinated and you're being careful and no one has having symptoms that right. you can exactly. feel free to have small groups to get together. And, yes, you know, you can. You so can so we need to take baby steps, you know, and, and just start small. But but go ahead. Go ahead and reach out. 
and make sure that you're catching up on your health. We talked about deferred yes. care yes. and making sure that people are working on that yes. so that they don't have issues with, you know, let's hope nobody gets further diagnoses. You mentioned kids going to school and having those social engaging factors have helped them with their mental well-being oh, and okay. physical as well. Yes, yes. So just get out there and really encourage one another. Well, and on on a wonderful note of hopefulness and encouragement, I think everything that we've learned in the last couple of years has brought us to the point where we really can express uh, a bit of a learning and an understanding and gratefulness for what we used to be able to consider was normal, these big right. gatherings at concert halls, et cetera. So, you know, we may not be at that point yet, but we certainly are getting closer. Yes. And, you know, I'm grateful that you were able to come on today and well, share with us. thank you again for having me. Absolutely. Share your expertise and share some of your wonderful tips. And the five-second rule, which is going to get me <laughs> out of bed earlier and maybe come walk with the doc, that would be wonderful. If you'd like to hear this show again, you can click on hawaiipublicradio.org. Follow the links to The Body Show. You can also find us on the HPR app. Our engineer is David Chong. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Very grateful and happy to have had Dr. Teresa Wee both weeks in a row. And we will see you next week when we talk more about ways to stay healthy, stay motivated, and keep ourselves physically and emotionally well. That's going to be every Monday right here on The Body Show. We'll see you then.